Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you for listening again today. I'm excited about the week, excited about sharing the good news with you, and I hope your day is going well. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this great day. I thank you for our great listeners, and Lord, open our eyes and our heart. Help us to be effective for you. Help us to listen carefully to what you have for us and seek you with all our heart, soul, and mind. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I think if, uh, you know, there's a lot of things in life that are important, but I want to talk about keys to effective living because I think it's so important that we live effectively. The truth be told, we can go to seminars available and hear valuable truths. I've been to about every seminar you could imagine. But if we don't practice what we learn, we see very little measurable results. And you know, in my life, when we first took the church, and of course the church was very small, I went to a number of seminars across the country, and they really helped teach me some things that I really didn't know. Even though I came from a very successful church, I was one of eight pastors in a, in a large church, and I learned a lot in that ministry, but I learned immeasurable things. It's a lot of these seminars that I tried to put into practice, and I think it helped the church as the church grew uh, over the many years. The first uh, effective living tool I'd like us to think about is being yourself. Learn to be yourself. I believe so many people look at other people and say, oh, I wish I could be like them. I wished I had their humor. I wished I had their voice. I wished I could just be like them. Years ago, I fought that in my own life. My father, as I talk about all the time on the show, lived such an incredibly strong spiritual life that I would get down on myself because I wanted to be more like him. One time, someone not from this church, but with uh, relatives from another church, commented to me something that sort of, you should be more like your dad. He would have done something this way. Well, you know, that was kind of hard to hear because I wanted to be more like my dad. It was in a phone message, so I didn't rebuttal and tell her that it's a different time and a different situation and a different church. And it was, but it was, you run into people like that from time to time who, Well, they try to manipulate you by sharing something that will make you feel guilty into doing something that it really isn't in your wheelhouse to do or effective for you to do. But you cannot, listen to this, folks, you cannot be somebody else. You are who God made you to be, and he made you to be effective for him and to use the gift he has given you to touch lives for him. Moses could, could have made it big. Sure, he could have made it real big. Hebrews eleven twenty four says, By faith Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. You know, if and he later on, I'm telling you something, he could have he could have uh he could have gone on and led the country, but he came clean to who he was because he wanted to be who he was. And you know, he he would have been the most popular person on the planet. Of course, eventually he kind of became that. Moses was born Jewish, and he was raised Egyptian. He had to decide sometime in his life who he was. And that was a huge choice, because this would determine the rest of his life. Who are you? Who are you in Christ? Are you who God made you to be? Are you a servant of Almighty God? Do you put him first? Do you honor him? If he would have chosen to remain Egyptian, he was in the line of Pharaoh, would live a life of fame and fortune. He'd have had things on easy street. But by claiming to be Jewish, he would be humiliated, 
kicked out of the palace and sent to live with the slaves the rest of his life. You know, what would our choice be? Many in this world would succumb to the easy life because that's what the world teaches. Moses loved God and his people so much that he was willing to sacrifice his life to be with those he loved and to help them. When we love something so much, we many times risk our lives for it. You know, I think uh, so many times there's people in our lives we'd risk our lives for, our spouse, those we love. Moses, I think he'd risk his life for all the people because he wanted them to see God. He wanted them to know God. You know, some may say, well, I'm different than Moses. Well, of course you are. Well, what's different about, about being different? Well, the Word of God has told us to love the Lord thy God with all we have. But the truth be told, we just love him some, isn't it? Isn't it true? We just love him some. We many times don't put him first. Many times he's second and third fiddle. We don't care for the house of God because we can listen to him on on TV or radio or watch him on TV and listen on radio. We don't want to take time to go, even though the Bible says don't forsake the assembling of gathering together and how much the Sabbath day is pushed, but yet we ignore it. Moses loved his people so much that he was willing to suffer with them. Moses saw the people being badly treated as slaves. And he would sit in silence, so he he would not sit in silence, so he made a choice that would end up costing him the next, listen to this, folks, would cost him the next 80 years of his life. Moses chose to be mistreated. Hebrews 11.25 says he chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. How many people in this world are enjoying the fleeting pleasures? pleasures of sin. They want sin. They want to live this way, even though they know it's wrong. You know, God will forgive me. I'm not going to have to worry about it. I'm telling you something. If you know you're not right with God and you know you're living in sin, turn it around today. I don't care what you're doing. Listening here today, something is on your mind. There, I'm sure there's something that's coming to your mind right now. Give that to God right now and turn away. I saw the news a while back, and one of the presidential sites, they were talking about strip clubs are spending a bunch of money to entice all visitors to come into the city so they would have a great time. Sin. Sin draws. Go to Vegas. What does it try to do? If you can't walk down the street in Vegas without being handed pornography and invited in to places and to go to, to clubs, sin the enemy uses sin to entice. Right now, he's using the enemy's using sin to entice us to have attitudes, to start uh, getting into a political arena and start thinking everything is wrong with the world and that we live in a prejudice and we live in also injustice. And it just teaches that over and over and it tells us oh, to do all these things. We better accept this or we better accept that or we're not good people. People of God, I'm telling you straightforward, live by the word of God. Do not compromise God's word, even though people tell you to do so. I've seen it. I've watched it. And even within churches today, churches are crumbling because they're given in to the enemy. You know, people make spontaneous choices that could ruin their entire lives. Satan is always out there trying to get us to do something and putting uh, great rewards out for us. Hey, just do this. You'll be fine. 
He just misrepresents so many things, and he relies on us chasing personal pleasure that would alter and could alter the rest of our lives. You know, we need to accept responsibility for our own life. What you choose today will determine your tomorrow. Let me share that again. What you choose today will determine your tomorrow. Yes, Moses' choices were uh, were important. And I just, uh, I just want you to know that uh, we need to follow what God has laid out for us. And if we do that, God will bless us. Sometimes people get the false impression that when we choose to follow Jesus, everything will be rosy forever. How deceitful is that? Because that isn't the case. We were never promised that, but we were promised eternal life in him that someday when we leave this place, we will live gloriously in his presence and in a place prepared for all those who stood their ground in defending his truth. Temporary satisfaction is a downer. Kind of like eating an eclair. You know, I, you know, some of you know I like to eat, and I look at me, you'll know that. But I, I love eclairs, and especially over at Pastry Perfection. They got this eclair over there. It's ridiculous because they had about a half inch of chocolate on top of it, and it's filled with this, this cream that's just, oh, crazy good. A custard, I think. And it's so good, but it's kind of like eating an eclair. It's awesome. Until we step on the scales the next morning, there's that pound and a half just from that crazy eclair. It's kind of like uh, choosing a lie to cover something up. Well, this won't hurt me. Kind of like blaming someone else because you can't face the facts. People of God, we need to learn to face the facts. We need to learn to follow what God has for us. Establishing a value system means learning to say no. We share that with our children growing up all the time through the years, and we hope it, we and we hope and pray it hits home. You know, my daughter in her life, I always tried to teach her to make great decisions, and you know, in the most part, she made wise decisions. She follows God uh, this day at age twenty, almost twenty nine, and she follows God and puts God first in her life. I'm so glad. I'm sure she's made errors in her life because we all have, but I'm so proud that she has chosen to serve God. Moses recognized God's purpose was more valuable than popularity. Folks, that's exactly what we have to learn. Some of the choices you may make at work or in your your play and in your life are dealing with ethics and integrity. And they're more valuable than making decisions to please everyone else. And folks, I'm telling you something. If we don't live to please God, then we're missing the boat. We are missing the boat, and we will pay for it down the line. That is just the way it is. So I pray that you would put God first, you would honor Him, you would put value in Him, and that if you make a mistake or if you sin against God, ask Him to forgive you, ask Him to lift you up, to give you wisdom and strength to be better and to be the best you can be. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I ask you be with every single listener today. Lord, if there is an issue they're struggling with, Lord, forgive them, pick them up, move them forward, and help them to follow you like Moses followed you, giving away those things that don't matter in the whole world, but to follow you wholeheartedly. Thank you, Lord, for this day, this time together. I love you. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.